With Ernest Johnson now under contract for the 2022 season, the Cleveland Browns are extremely deep at the running back position. Will they not keep a fullback so they can keep this great group of tailbacks together? Will they move a running back over the summer? We also look at the quarterback position. We understand Deshaun Watson is facing the suspension. Jacoby Brissett would be next in line. But who would be in line after that? Is Josh Jobs ready? Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd on your latest Locked On Browns. You are Locked On Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by the fine folks over at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, into another week here on Lockdown Browns. Your hosts, Jeff Lloyd at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Your Garrett Bush at G Bush 91. We're going to get into some things here today. Um, but first, we appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen every single day, whether it is traditional podcasts, uh, platform, wherever you get your pods, make sure you're following, subscribe to the Lockdown Browns podcast and YouTube. Uh, damn near to almost 800 subscribers to this point. Uh, we couldn't be more thrilled with the growth. I want to thank everybody. Uh, most recent episode almost went to 3K as far as viewership. Um, it's amazing what a little Odell and <laughs> Baker Mayfield conversation uh. can do for an episode. <laughs> um, two players currently no longer Cleveland Browns, but uh, certainly lightning rods. <clears throat> None the Nonetheless, uh, we're going to get to some talks here on the running back room <coughs> with T. Ernest Johnson signing his contract. Um, looks a little crowded. Um, where does a fullback lane in this room? And with five, uh, you know, how is this all going to work out? Uh, some thoughts here, you know, with Deshaun Watson, apparently the investigation as far as the league is concerned is over, um, so which means we could be possibly hearing words sooner or later. Who knows how all that's going to work out. But the question would be is if it turns out to be a significant amount of time, we know it would go to Jacoby Brissett, but God forbid something happened to Jacoby Brissett. What are we going to do there? And the Browns have uh, their first mandatory minicamp next week. They'll be making stops in Berea, Canton, uh, even over to the stadium itself. We'll get some thoughts here from Garrett and myself on that. Uh, but Garrett, first, you got Dearness handled, and good for Dearness. Uh, Going to get a chunk of change this year about, yeah, I think it's $2.45, $2.48 million. Uh, certainly well-earned over the last couple of years. Um, you know, was solid in 2020, 2021, got, you know, due to injuries, um, got himself a bigger piece of the pie and, you know, a real feeling from the Browns as far as what kind of player Dearness is. Um, but we've gotten into this before, and it's going to be one of the biggest um, positional groups to monitor over the summer. Um, they all seem to bring something to the table, G. Bush. Deep room here now uh, for Coach Dump Mitchell in the running back room. Yeah, it, it just seems we, – we talked about this a little bit uh, – I want to say about a couple of weeks ago um, when we were looking at uh, the situation with the running backs. We were talking about what camp battles could be you know, kind of problematic or to people that may be on the um, outside looking in, so to speak. And we mentioned a, a guy like Kareem Hunt. But as we listen to what Coach Kevin Stefanski has been saying lately, uh, you take a look. He likes Kareem Hunt, loves him. 
Uh, and as a matter of fact, you know, he talked about having a one-two punch with him and Nick Chubb. So as the, as the roster is constituted, I don't I don't think Kareem Hunt is going anywhere. Nick Chubb is definitely not going anywhere. And then they make this move, getting uh you know D. Ernest Johnson's locked up and signed up for a year. Um, so that pretty much guarantees that this guy is gonna uh, make the roster this year. So those top three look like they're submitted, right? They're gonna be, and when that tells me if I'm reading the tea leaves, one, that means if you're preparing for a suspension. Uh, get ready for uh, all of those running backs to be getting significant <laughs> carries. He's telling them, at, 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 hey, listen, make sure you're healthy going to this, this season because you're going to get some touches, man. So he, he wants to keep these running backs fresh. He wants to rotate those guys and think uh, one of the better running games, go back to 2020, right? Go back to 2020 and remember how they ran the ball uh, down the throat to the uh, Dallas Cowboys, right? Uh, it, it was It was Nick Chubb. It was it was Kareem Hunt. Big Chubb ended up getting hurt. They brought Dearness Johnson in, and he almost had 100 yards. So I, I think that's what you're going to see more from the offense uh, if you're looking at uh, what it's going to look like, what it's going to feel like uh, if Deshaun Watson is suspended for a lengthy period of time. But for me, I'm looking at it like this. That's three up. Um, you got two other guys, Demetrius Felton and, and um, Ford. Out of uh, out of Cincinnati, I, I'm on record saying I love I love Ford, love the way he runs the ball. I love the fact that he has home run hitting ability, um, and, and I like Demetric Felton. But what this tells me this is going to have to happen. Demetric Felton is going to have to have a tremendous camp. I think he's the guy that that they may have as as the eye guy out. Take a look at what they did to upgrade the wide receiver room. Uh, you bring in David Bell. Uh, they think Anthony Schwartz is going to be a guy that could do some things for him. You already got Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones. They drafted a kid from uh, northern uh, Iowa who is a 6'3 receiver, could run 4'4". So they look like they're trying to find a, a diamond in the rough. So that means Demetri Felton is going to have to do something uh, this year. And on top of it, they they brought in Jakeem Grant. And, and and Felton was a guy that was battling with Anthony Shorts for punt returning and kick returning duties. So he's going to have to have a heck of a camp. He's going to have to be a dude that really shows up big time. But I, I don't think it's enough practice time in the world for him to get. I like the rookie from um, Cincy and the three vets to, to make this roster. And I think that's the guy that's the out there now in the running back room. This is a little bit difficult here because the first thing that comes to me when you have the room and you make the commitment here to Dearness Johnson, and look, you know, everybody's committed to it to this point. Things could certainly change over the summer. Jerome Ford shows really, really well. Um, it certainly makes for, you know, a, a difficult spot for the Browns. It's a great spot to be in to say, oh, wow, we have too many quality backs. It's a great spot to be in, but, you know, maybe a decision would have to be made. Of course it is, is they're going to be a fullback on this roster. Um, when you moved on from Andy Janovich, there's nothing that Johnny Stanton did last year that you can just say, oh, well, you know, Johnny Stanton's the fullback, you know, because he moved on from Andy Janovich. I don't think they've truly gotten from the fullback position, maybe essentially what they were hoping for, you know, as far as, you know, you know, the way Coach Stefanski likes his offense, you know, with the fullback in his offense. So is that something that's not necessarily going to be a part of this? which makes it easier to keep more running backs, of course. Um, so, do you know, you bring in a third tight end who's got more of a blocking resume. He does some H-back work in line up in the backfield. This is stuff they did team. They did it with Seth DeVal. They did it with Steven Carlson back in those days. Um, is that something the Browns could go that route with? Um, if Jerome Ford looks really, really good over the summer, you're in a position where now, you know, you basically maybe have the 
Um, you know, the today, the present of the reserve running backs in Kareem Hunt in Dearness Johnson. But do you want them essentially blocking what maybe is the future of the reserve running back in Jerome Ford? Uh, so you know, a lot to placate there. Um, you look at a situation here with Dearness Johnson. Look, it is one year, $2.4 million. Um, the way they've spoken on Kareem, even if you know, there was somebody there that offered something. The problem is, is you don't know if any one of these guys is capable, if God forbid something happened to Nick Chubb, to being your top back. You know Kareem Hunt can already do that. We've already seen Kareem Hunt do that at times with the Browns and certainly with his time with the Kansas City Chiefs. So if God forbid something happened, you'd still need an RB1. Kareem Hunt is going to fill that. Um, not necessarily, and I'll, I'll use this scenario from last year, um, and this probably wouldn't work, obviously, for the Browns if they were going to look to maybe move the Ernest Johnson. But you look at the Baltimore Ravens last year. Um, in a span of, I think it was like 23 hours, they lost running back one, running back two for the entire season. Now, there was a team, and obviously, it never really worked out for them in totality with the running back position. They had a lot of players there, got some players to contribute at times, but it never truly worked. Um, would you be in a position then where all of a sudden you got somebody desperate, desperate for a running back, and you say, look, man, I got the Ernest Johnson here, 100 carries last year, over 500 yards. Uh, can he, he can receive. Um, and, you know, hey, you know, can I milk you for a day three pick that could go as high as a fourth-round pick? The Browns do have draft picks they need to bring back into the fold. You're not going to get those round one picks back. Um, but obviously, they love to have draft manipulation, be able to move up and down the board by having a lot of picks. So certainly something to consider there. Um, Demetric Felton, I think this is where he is. He's really, really in the tough spot, like you said. His return duties have been taken away. Jakeem Grant is going to get that role. As far as if you were going to hand the ball off to any one of these running backs, you probably think at this point Demetrius Filton would be the fifth. So he's not even dressing, most likely on game day. As far as the receiving aspect, he does bring something there, but you brought a ton of guys into that wide receiver room. He is not the receiver Kareem Hunt is. So where does all that placate? Um, so with the Ernest Johnson and the contract, um, there's, there's going to be one of these five guys who are not going to be on the opening 53, and it's a tough spot. Probably all of them deserve it, essentially. But the problem is, is this is the way the Browns are currently constructed. There's plenty of teams in the NFL that would need a running back. So whoever ends up the odd man out here is going to have a home. The Browns certainly got some work to do as far as, you know, the finalizing of what's going to be that running back room. Me personally, I don't think there's going to be a fullback this year, which gives you the ability, uh, you know, uh, flexibility to keep four. You look at Jerome Ford's body type as opposed to Felton. Jerome Ford's probably somebody who can contribute a little bit more on specials than maybe Demetri Felton as far as covering kicks, covering punts. Uh, so the Browns running back room, Dearness Johnson. For me, the happiest thing and great talking about this is Dearness Johnson. I mean, great story, but now opportunity 2.4. 2.45 million guaranteed for a year. Great story for a guy who's done nothing but put his nose to the ground and, uh, you know, gotten his work in here. So we're going to move on here, though. We're going to talk a little bit about what could potentially be the backup quarterback position with Deshaun Watson's pending, uh, you know, legal action. I mean, not legal action, pending uh, action coming from the NFL. We'll get to all that and more here. Your latest lockdown Browns, Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd, along for your ride. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to getting a classic and timeless jewelry piece. All the prices you, you won't find at traditional jewelers. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you are celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping. 
at BlueNile.com. Build the engagement ring of her dreams or celebrate life's special moments with fine jewelry. No matter what you are looking for, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Mark your special moments with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Sports listeners get $50 off any purchase of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive is using the promo code LOCKDOWN. That's LOCKDOWN. Plus, every order is ship-free and arrives in a discreet package that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. You endure silly questions as the model of your car, EX, LX, engine type, V6, or a V6 turbo, and then you wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only warehouse uh, that they're, the only supplier that their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to Rock Auto at home and in your pocket. So save time and money. Call Rock Auto. Do the research yourself. Put in what you have of your car. They will let you know what you can get part-wise. It's a family business. It's been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. The prices are reliably low, and they are for every customer. You pay what the parts store pays. So why even bother paying the markup? Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that me and G. Bush sent you their way. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Locked on Brown Podcast. We back at it at GBush91 on Twitter. Uh, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd on Twitter for Jeff, man. Thank you for making uh, the Locked On Browns podcast your first stop of the day. Thank you for uh, or what you guys have, have been really supportive. Like Jeff says, we're we're climbing up there. The goal is to get that thousand, man. Slowly but surely, we're doing it. Want to thank everybody who definitely watched our last video. Really good numbers and metrics on that. And, and as always, man, if you missed some of our other stuff, um, go back and take. A look at some of our other videos on YouTube. Those are evergreens. Those are videos that uh, don't, you know, especially during the offseason, they're not going to date. You could definitely get some of that good information on there uh, and, and make sure you go ahead and hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. Jeff, we talked about a little bit before we went to break. Uh, you know, if if you got Deshaun Watson, he's out here and he's possibly going to miss some games. We know that you have Jacoby Brissett behind him, right? Jacoby Brissett, to me, um, I've seen him play. I've seen him play a lot. I've seen him play in, in New England, seen him play in Indianapolis, seen him play in Miami. For the most part, he's he's a solid backup. I think he's an upgrade over Case Keenum. And, and I, I've been on record saying that, you know, even if it's, it's four games or six games, I still have high expectations for the Cleveland Browns because of all the other position groups that we've consistent, consistently talked about. From the running back room, we just talked about that depth from the upgrades that we believe that uh, we're going to have a wide receiver. And, and and especially because your defense is back, everybody is going to know what to do. I think the defense is going to start off ahead of the offense. So even if, if Jacoby Brissett comes out there and has to play, I think the Cleveland Browns have an opportunity to have a pretty good record, you know, maybe a four and two. If, it, if it's six games, maybe a three and one. If it's four games. Now, you brought up something interesting. We know about we know about uh, we we know about Jacoby Brissett, but what about Dobbs? Um, where do what what kind of uh, you know expectation level do we have for him? 
what kind of uh and you know what kind of performance do you think he he's gonna give? Um, and when you asked that question, I thought about it. I was like, man, I haven't seen him play that much since he was in, you know, doing some backup time um with the Steelers. But I I he's not as good uh, as a passer as uh Jacoby Brissett, but he uses his legs a whole lot better. Uh in that case, I think you you'd see a lot more design quarterback runs. I think you would see some more scrambles. I think you would see him move the pocket. I think that Kevin Stefanski would adapt and use him in the best way possible, which is definitely using his athleticism to move the change. I think both of the offense won't be a a big play offense. It'll be more of a move the chains. Let's keep the football. Let's, let's, you know what I'm saying? Let's nickel and dime them, uh, you know, and be, be consistent. Don't turn the football over. And we just looking to get out of here with a win. I think Josh Dobbs can do some of the same things as Jacoby Brissett, but Dobbs will do it in a way he would um, and use incorporate his legs a little more. What say you? I think the thing you get into here is, you know, in again, this is probably, this is contingent on, you know, finding out what type of suspension Deshaun Watson gets. Look, if it's four games, you're fine. If it's six games, I think you're fine. Once you get to that number, maybe where it's eight, which you're talking half the season, if not more. Now you're in a spot where, you know, okay, we think Jacoby Brissett as our number two. Look, you know, this there has to be a scenario that this was played where, hey, if Jacoby Brissett has to be our quarterback for a significant amount of time, you know, are we comfortable with it? Do we like the way this is structured around him? But given that, what would be the situation? God forbid something happens to Jacoby Brissett. Now, essentially, who is the quarterback? I mean, here you would be on your third quarterback. Most of the time, any team you were on your third quarterback, pretty much you were probably writing off your season. It's just kind of the way it goes. Or you were tanking to get the number one overall pick to get your quarterback in the future. So with Josh Jobs, there's not much playing time. There is not much of an NFL history at all of this you know, young man playing what reps he did take for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not very promising. Certainly not going to say, all right, we're good. I mean, nobody's getting the warm and fuzzies saying, all right, Josh Jobs is quarterbacking you know, the Cleveland Browns in 2022. The issue here is you know, Josh Dobbs obviously has been looked at the last couple of weeks. He's going to be looked at in the next couple of weeks here as far as, you know, getting some reps. This is something you got to pay some mind to. Um, you know, d- d- there is a severe, I mean, there's an extreme possibility that Josh Dobbs or whoever the Cleveland Browns number three quarterback is could be taking meaningful reps. And I'm saying starting more than one game, starting several games. So, you know, where do you go if you don't feel Josh Jobs is that guy? Now you're going to comb around the NFL. Obviously, you're going to go to the, you know, the veteran wire. You're going to see who's available there. Um, you're going to start maybe poking some coal, you know, you know, poking some coals on some other teams of a quarterback who's not going to be in the plans. Um, with Josh Jobs, yeah, the mobility is there. Um, you know, he was part of Tennessee program as Tennessee was kind of going downward spiral, the program. Um, but it's a tough spot to be in if you're the Cleveland Browns because, you know, you don't normally say, oh, wow, you know, who you know? You know who cares about the number three quarterback? But the Browns could easily be in a position, high ankle sprain, be that as it may, you know, concussion, bruised shoulder, whatever. Where all of a sudden, you know, their number three quarterback could be a significant part of this 2022 team. Um, and you, you, I don't know how much you're going to find out about Josh Dobbs in that time. This could be certainly something where you're going to go through a couple of preseason games and say, you know what, if it's a short stretch, we're comfortable with it. Or we're not comfortable with this at all, and we got to go find somebody else. Because again, it's a, it's a real possibility the Browns may have to use, you know, three quarterbacks this year if you don't have their first. Not an enviable task for Cleveland to be in, but these are all things you know 
that have to be thought about and the scenario could possibly play out for a team who invested as much as they did into a quarterback, understanding there are some basically, let's simply enough eligibility concerns. Definitely. Um, you know, anytime you get down to the third or second or third quarterback, you know, most likely you're not going to be getting the type of production uh, that you're going to get from your starter that you're looking for. So, you know, when we look at Josh Dobbs and, and you know, guys like that, when you lose a guy uh, like Deshaun Watson, what happens is everybody else got to step up. So now Jacoby's your starter. Josh Dobbs, uh, you know, is is one play away from being your starter too. So there, there's a lot of things that, that go into it. And, and one of the things that I think the Browns have to hang their hat up and rally, rally around the fact is, you know, we got other guys on the team. We got guys that have to step up, especially when you know, um, you know, you got your quarterback out. So Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, uh, the Nick Chubbs, the Denzel Ward, the the uh, you know Joe Batonios and David and Joku. Hey, basically all the dudes that got money. If you got money in the last year, you might want to do something. We <laughs> and Joku, all the all all the guys that got all these contracts because the guys I'm naming got money. They all got a contract either this year or last year. So your your job is to come come in, be leaders, carry the team, and, and by any means necessary, get it done. And I, I think the Browns, if they want to be considered Super Bowl caliber, you know, ball players, a Super Bowl caliber team, that's what Super Bowl caliber players do. They step up when they need to be stepped up, especially when you play in the, the big money guys and the all pro guys. So, you know, we'll we'll see where it goes. Hopefully, uh the suspension is light or even if he gets a suspension and then if we do have to have Jacoby Brissett, hopefully we, he comes in and plays his best and we don't have to see Josh Dobbs, but um, it's a reality. Something we got to look at and it's something that uh, we got to examine to keep our eye on the rest of the summer. Kind of weird. The position where you know, the Browns are in as loaded as this roster is, and it could come down to, um, you know, not Deshaun Watson. It could go down to not Jacoby Brissett and basically what is behind door number three at the most critical position for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Browns could do a little traveling next week as they start their first week of mandatory. Uh, I'm sorry. Actually, the first day, actually, I think it'd be a final week mandatory uh, camp as the Browns do a little traveling around the state of Ohio. We're going to get to all that here in a second. Your host, Garrett Bush and Jeff Lloyd. Appreciate everybody. Makes Locked On Browns. They are first listen every single day. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's NBA Finals, one apiece. The NHL Hockey Conference Finals. Congratulations, Colorado Avalanche headed to the Cup. Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports and more head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts locked on brown podcast we in the building once again uh thanks for all, all the support that we've been getting make sure you subscribe on youtube make sure you continue to subscribe to the regular podcast anywhere and everywhere you get your podcast app jeff let's get into this uh conversation about all around the world, right? The Browns are Browns are like a rock band. They're traveling a little bit. Um, when I was a player, this was the most, this was fun, but nerve wracking, right? If you were practicing at other facilities or had to practice at high schools, 
it was just nerve wracking to me. Uh, and, and sometimes I didn't really, really appreciate it, but it does give you, uh, a little sense of, 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 of it, things being fun, a little more out, outside of the normal, what you do. Uh, but the Cleveland Browns are going to be, uh, in the next couple of weeks during the, uh, training camp OTAs, uh, leading up to the training camp, they're going to be in a lot of different places, man. One of the places, my own stumping grounds of, uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, they'll be there for a little bit, uh, and there'll be a other couple places. What are your thoughts on that? And do you think people, um, if it's open to the public, they'll have a nice, considerable walk-up crowd? This is what, well, first and foremost, so uh, next Tuesday, the Browns will be at the buildings of Berea. They'll get their workout in there. Um, next day, they're going to take it down uh, over to Canton, obviously, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It is not going to be open to the public. The thing there is, though, that might not be the Cleveland Browns call. That could actually possibly be the Pro Football Hall of Fame's call. Mm. Who knows what else may be going on? At, you know, obviously, there's always events at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, you know, could have been a situation where they made the concession for the Browns, but you know, have something else going on and just, you know, have to control the amount of people there. Uh, then, you know, the Thursday, the final one, they will take it to the stadium. Um, you know, there's been talk, obviously Cade York has been there. He's been working out at the stadium. You want to get your young rookie kicker as familiar as possible. Um, although I don't know what kicking in June in first energy is going to do for Cade York when he's got a kick there in November, but Hey, you might as well, you know, start to get a lay of the land, so to speak. Um, but you know, for a lot of these young Browns, it'll be the first trip to the building. Um, there's always, and you know, this G there's always a difference between, practice within the stadium as opposed to the beat up tired sorry ass practice field um you know regardless empty stadium or not you know it, it, it goes up a notch it, it's just the way it is you know you are literally within the building you know and they always used to say look we ain't getting that sorry ass practice habits here you know what i'm saying you leave that over there you know whether this is a game or not we are on we are here we're on the a field we're in the legit place today um, and it was kind of get everybody to, you know, basically take it up a little bit. You know, everyone gets, you know, amped up a little bit more when you're actually in the building. Um, for the rookies, it's basically a chance of, hey, guys, here we go. You know what I'm saying? You know, and it's not like it's that intimidating. You know, Kate, you're kicking in front of 100,000 people down the SEC. But it is. It's a different environment. Um, and look, you know, again, first energy, it's, you know, compared to what the Browns success has been recently um you know nobody's saying oh my god we're going to the golden cathedral that is first energy stadium hopefully they are all parts of people who are going to change that narrative about first energy stadium um but also to mix it up here and you know part of this you go to the pro football hall of fame together you know you have the d-backs looking at the wall of defensive backs you know um just you know anything to get their juices flowing, obviously going down to Canton, a little bit of a team bonding. Everybody kind of gets a little, spend a little more time together, but it's not so much going to South beach. You're keeping it football centric. And, you know, you can have some certain guys looking at that wall and saying, this is my guy, man. And when I was a kid, everything I watched was this guy. Oh, was this guy. And it just gets a guys a chance to talk football, but also not necessarily so much about practice, not so much about the playbook, but it's the guys getting to just, you know, get their juices out, get their love out for the game. It's a smart way to end this up as you're going to wrap up the summer and then everybody crosses their fingers for that five-week period where they hope everybody's on their best behavior before it amps up for real in late July. Yeah, I think it's twofold. You get the rookies in there to see um, what excellence looks like. It looks like you get the guys who are immortal, um, you know, and then they get your veterans to think, you know, there's a couple of guys on this team, um, Joe Batonio being one. Uh, Miles Garrett being a guy, um, you know, guys that that want to be in that that pantheon. Uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, Nick Chubb, 
guys that want to make the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And, 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 he, and he shows you when you look at those individuals what it takes to get there, right? You know, anything you want to do in life, you need to visualize it. You need to visualize its success. You need to see it. You need to write it down. And I think that's just a part of, of getting your team um, to understand what it takes to win at the highest level. Most of those people there have won championships, have won Super Bowl rings, and that's what the Browns' goal is, excellence and Super Bowl rings. So that's a great opportunity for them to indoctrinate their team, young and old, into what they want to go to and look like. So I, I think that's the move for Stefanski. Um, and then, you know, get through the summer. Get through the rest of the summer, the fingers crossed, no injuries, no, no, no people getting injured, working out on their own. No guys playing basketball. Put the hoops away, and, and, and let's get ready to get down to this training camp because we need everybody, all hands on deck, uh, to start off the right way in 2022. And part of it also here, and you know, I mean, I understand. Look, you know, for everybody, Ohio schools are out. Everybody's in summer mode here. Here in Jersey, we're less than you know about we're about like seven, eight days away from school year ending here. But the NFL Hall of Fame game, 58 days away. The week one of the NFL, first NFL game regular season is going to be played in less than 100 days. And if you don't think how fast three months can slip by, just watch. And now you put that on accelerated time, like summer, um, when you always got the possibility of something to do. You know, the weather's nice, barbecues, friends, all the gentlemen out there. It is sundress season. There ain't nothing better than sundress season, guys. Um, so we get to this time of year and everybody, oh, I can't wait for summer. Can't wait for summer. Next thing you know, and certainly for, you know, Football guys like us, this is what we do. We get here. You know, I'm excited. You know, you say 4th of July. Next thing you know, you blink and it's training camps open. You know, battles, things to cover. Like we talked about, this running back room. Obviously, what's going to go on at the quarterback room? Are we going to have a word by then? So we need to know what, you know, we've got in Jacoby Brissett. We need to know what we got behind Jacoby Brissett. Uh, the development of the young wide receivers. Uh, you know, hoping that one of these defensive tackles is going to take a step up here. As the Browns currently sit $40 million over the cap. Maybe we can find somebody to come in here who can st- you know, help with stuff in the run here uh, you know, so we don't have to count on all these young guys to make this jump. But you, know, you try to keep everything – and this is what I do love about what you know, Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski do is they try to keep things different. They try to keep things fresh. Um, you know, Garrett knows from his days at two-a-days. I know from my day at two-a-days. It's the same mundane thing every single day. It gets to the point where you're just physically and mentally exhausted. Physically, yes, but even mentally, it's a, here we go again. We're going to want to do the same nonsense we did this morning, and I'm already tired. I'm already beat up. It was 97 degrees this morning. Oh, great. We got a break. It's only 92 out now. <clears throat> trying to go out there and function. But by mixing it up, keeping it fresh, keeping it different, it's a good chance you're going to get the guys more in tune, more in lockstep, and more excited to just go about it. Whole different world now as far as, you know, practices and workouts are done in the NFL. Uh, you know, thanks to, of course, you know, the NFL Players Association. And you want to keep your players fresh. You don't want nobody getting hurt. I love that you brought up Joel Batonio and Miles Garrett. I mean, you know, Joel Batonio going there going, I think that's where we're going to put the – the me and Joe Thomas shrines. We're going to put them right over right. there. Guys, that could look good, right? Me and Joe over right. there to the left. You guys are like that? Is that the spot? Yeah, guys, reserve this spot, man. I'm going to get Joe in here shortly enough. I'll let you know when I'm done playing. Just make sure there's enough room right there. Because, I mean, if we're going to go in, we might as well go right next to each other. Um, but just a great way of doing it, a smart way of doing it. We got a lot going on here, uh, you know, this time of year. Uh, working on some guests here. Obviously, we can fill some time here, get some thoughts from other people here as, you know, day-to-day coverage from the Browns. It's going to dry up here as, you know, the guys will go away for the final parts of the summer. But gee, just always trying to keep it fresh, always kind of, you know, keep it exciting here. Um, it's been a pleasure, you know, to this point where Garrett, you know, with Garrett joining here as co-host, um, you know, just 
another, you know, obviously a voice, you know, to come in here, some different takes with Garrett. Uh, make sure you're checking everything out from Garrett and the guys over at the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Miss Aditi always up in the house. Uh, you know, plenty of former Browns and Tim Couch and obviously Leroy Horde. Um, and of course, Dequel Jackson. Great, great, you know, guests day in, day out. Great topics. They always have a lot of fun with it. Make sure the barbershop, 92.3 The Fan. Uh, you can catch Garrett every Saturday. And of course, summertime, always holes to fill. So I'm sure you to see Garrett over there a bunch more as well. Make sure you're following at GBush91. At Lockdown Browns, follow back account. DMs are open. Uh, any questions, ideas, you know, topics you would like covered on the show, go ahead, hit us up. You know, be free to throw it in the rotation here. Me personally, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen. Whatever podcast app you use, make sure you are following or subscribed to the Lockdown Browns podcast. Five star ratings, reviews, all the rage kids. YouTube, uh, clicking in on about 800 followers, I mean, subscribers to this point. Let's keep that number going up. I'm, we're thrilled with the growth. Um, I'm thrilled that a lot of you have you know, decided to try it and go a different avenue with your coverage. I understand a lot of people don't like to change, um, but it looks like, you know, what's going on over there, it, it, it's really working and it's really, really being appreciated, which means it's really being appreciated by us. Uh, with all of this, folks, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound for Mr. Garrett Bush, for myself, Mr. Jeff Lloyd. We appreciate you all for being around. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.